0: even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life
1: no purchase necessary btw revoid we prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
0: welcome back to the steelers retro show my name is brian
3: anthony davis alongside me is tony defio and shannon white tony's having some internet problems i i gotta tell you i've had those problems looks like tony's moving around a little bit better let's see how we're doing what do you got there tony
2: how fast is this coming up? How about that?
3: Hey, you know what? I think I think it's coming up a little bit better. All right. You've I've got you just had five up there. How about now? Uh, you're not moving, but I can hear you. So <laughs> uh, we love you, man. We we absolutely love you now. Now we're getting nothing. I have a nice five
2: o'clock shadow going on too. I have like a good Francisco Cervelli five o'clock shadow and nobody gets to nobody gets to experience it tonight. Oh well. The Francisco Cervelli. Okay, I, I heard that.
3: See, you're you're definitely coming coming in a little bit here and there. So let's let's see what we can do. If not, we'll drop you back off again. And but you're doing great in the live chat. You know, uh you know I'm a big fan. <laughs> you're you're a guy that you do play hurt that's
2: awesome mm-hmm. that's here, so, definitely
3: yeah so uh i get it so let's go ahead and uh shannon I'm, I'm gonna start with you we're looking at guys on the bubble here and you know i kind of hate the bubble because if i if i'm a player i'm like you're questioning whether i'm gonna make the team you're questioning what's beaten um in my chest, so th- that's kind of that's kind of what I'm looking at here, Shannon. So, if you could pick one guy that you think is going to uh, that we're discounting a little too much, and who you think is making this 53 man roster,
4: who's number one for you? Um, well, I'm a big uh, Ulysses Gilbert the third fan. <sighs> And uh, so anybody that knows me knows that I'm I've, I've still hoping, holding out hope that he'll be able to stay healthy because I do believe he's a, uh, he's a, the perfect backup for Bush. And if he, you know, if Bush has to come off the field, especially with this extended season and, and coming back from that knee injury, you know, you could take UG3 out there and you ain't going to have a big uh, drop off in speed. He's, uh, he's really good in coverage. Uh, but you know, his, the one ability he doesn't have is availability, but, uh, you know, I'm just hoping that this is the, the camp and, and the season he can stay healthy. Tony, what are your,
3: sh- your thoughts on UG three?
2: I like his athleticism. I, I like the fact that, that they, I think Shannon mentioned this, uh, that they, they drafted about to be a backup because he was he had similar traits to, to devin bush and and and, and I, I I hope he makes it because I, I think we were excited about him two years ago coming out of college and but he really hasn't broken through yet so he's somebody that, that I hope uh, can stay healthy this year and take that step forward that he needs to take to, to be a, a solid quality backup great
3: and you sounded good there Tony so um mm-hmm. you know the guy that I'm looking at here in UG three, I'm thinking how much depth is there? He's a guy that could possibly break through and play on that team. I mean, two years ago, everybody was discounting a guy like Robert Spillane. Even last year, when we were talking about the depth of the inside linebacker, nobody was talking about Robert Spillane. And guess what? Nope. uh Did well.
2: The one thing about him this year, as far as it's going to make it tougher is, uh, Obviously, you have Vince Williams back, and obviously Spillane made a name for himself last year. And you have Marcus Allen; he's basically an inside linebacker now. And Miles Killebrew is somebody they he signed; he's more of a special teams guy. But I think, he, as far as his his, his uh, position, he's more—I guess—he's more closer to an inside linebacker than a safety at this point. So that might make it difficult for him. That's the only thing I can think of that might make it, make it difficult for him to to make the team because I think Marcus Allen has made some great strides over the last couple of years. Give me your bubble buster, Tony. You're not gonna like this. I'm just trying to be a troll, but uh, uh, I think people are already discounting it. But I, I'm never gonna discount him until he's back in Australia, and that's <laughs> Oh gosh, you
3: know we can't what get that, rid of the guy. We can't get rid of him. You know what just happened?
2: Somewhere, Jeff Hartman just
3: had a, a sharp pain go right through his chest I when know. you said that.
2: We all love that new punter, but I'm telling you, Jordan Berry. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to feel safe until he's in Australia.
3: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Man, I tell you what,
2: <laughs> he's got nine lives. Yeah, I'm telling people every year they think he's going to be gone. Last year, I think wasn't he almost? Didn't he have a, a worse preseason? Or no, he didn't have pre- no two years ago, I guess, because uh, it looked like he, he should have been cut and they kept him. So you never know. Very
3: interesting. So I am going to give you a guy that I actually think could be possibly on the bubble. You might completely disagree with me that he's not even on the bubble, but a guy that we've discounted greatly is a guy like Benny Snow Jr. And the reason I'm saying that is because there's a lot of excitement for Anthony McFarland Jr., there, you still have you have the Matt Canada, Jalen Samuels connection. Whether you like him, look, I I know Wes already said you know I, I don't like Jalen Samuels. I I he's definitely a guy I don't think is going to make the team. I get that, um, but you can't discount what they're doing in camp and what we don't see. They brought in Kalen Bellage too, Keelan Bellage, um, Kalen sorry, Kalen. Uh, they brought in Balage as well. So one, one of those guys on that list is going to not make the team. I think Anthony McFarlane Jr. is safe on this team. I'm going to ask you that first, Shannon. Do you think McFarlane, Ant-Mac, you
4: think he's safe? Am I wrong? No, uh, I agree. Um, he is a, a change of pace. I mean, he didn't have any uh, running lanes last year. I mean, we really didn't get to see what he could do. And when there was a little bit of a sliver of a, a open lane, uh, he got so excited. He tripped over <laughs> his own feet multiple times uh, through the, through the season. Cause you know, it's just, he, you know, he never could get into any kind of rhythm or groove. None of the running backs could because right. the line was so bad. Um, I think that with the, the creativity, um, and all the motion and everything to, uh, and with a more physical, uh, aggressive mindset. And offensive line play is a mindset. And I think that, that that's what they're going to do this year. They should be some running lanes. Um, Benny Snell has always been a power option, but now they got Harris. You know, uh, Bellage is very similar to Harris in both size and running style. And, McFarland would be the change of pace. So, I mean, I'm not counting Snell out, but um, he's going to have to show that he can be that short yardage guy and be reliable, uh, you know, training camp. It's going to be a real battle. Tony, before we
3: get to your assessment on Ant-Mac, I got to bring this up because you were talking about Jordan Berry and the uh, there is a shiny new toy in uh, at Punter. We, we do know that. I like to call him Elvis because the guy's name's Presley. He's a big dude. No one has, no one has jumped on my Elvis bandwagon for him. But Steelers freak, I got to bring this up. Um, this is going to probably, if there's any German dairy farmer's wives on the show, I do apologize. <laughs> but that new punter has legs like a German dairy farmer's wife I have never met. <laughs> the wife of a German dairy farmer, but that is just,
2: <laughs> I guess, our, <laughs> I guess our only reference would be uh Presley Harvin. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, <laughs> so, wow. I, I got to tell you that. So, um, Wes says this, uh, back to McFarland. Uh, Wes says this, I think McFarland is the only running back, not named Harris that is a lock for the 53 man roster. Um, uh, first <laughs> of all, are you agreeing with that Tony? Cause I am, I think he's a lock.
2: Yeah. I th- and I think the main reason is because we just don't we didn't get to see a whole lot of him last year. Like sh- like uh, Shannon said, you know, he went little and you did get to see, it was behind a, a pretty awful offensive line, or he just was so excited he d- he didn't know what to do with himself. So you know, the fact that he you know he was he played with Matt Can or for Matt Canada at Maryland, I think that's a uh, that's going to benefit him, or it's going to uh, it's a plus in his favor as far as sticking around. So I think he's safe because he's a fourth round pick. He didn't really get to do much last year. He'll he'll get one more year. You know, if, if guys like Jalen Samuels can stick around for more than a couple of years, and Anthony McFarlane can stick around at least for one more year, can Snell be the odd man
3: out here? I think he's going to bust the bubble and stick around, but we're, you're not going to. You might not have two out of those three, Tony.
2: Yeah, I mean. Obviously I think Samuels is, I think that the clock might be ticking for him. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't make, make it. Um, Ballage, I, I really don't know a whole lot about him. I, I looked up his stats a while back. It, it didn't seem like anything that impressive, any different than what they already had, you know, with the exception of, of Harris. Uh, so, um, somebody's going to go, uh, but I think, I think obviously, uh, uh, McFarland and Harris are, are, are locks. The other, the, the others, I, I don't know. I mean, Snell might might be able to stick around simply because he he's got a lot of experience the last two years, and that might that might benefit him. But you know, he obviously he's really has not doesn't have much of a chance to be anything but uh but the number two guy uh, at least heading into twenty twenty one.
3: Okay, live chat. We gave three bubble guys here that we think are gonna bust it. want you to bring them up now too. So just go ahead and throw out some names there, and we're gonna go through. In the last six minutes of the show, we're going to go through. Let's, uh, hey, I might have her name wrong. So I'm, g- I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to say Jennifer Prucer, And Jennifer's saying Trey Norwood. So pick 7A out of Oklahoma, Trey Norwood. You know, he could, I mean, here's the thing we don't know whether he's coming in as a corner or a safety. You don't, you definitely don't want to discount a defensive back, but there's some defensive backs out out there like a james pierre like a justin lane um of course cam sutton were you're thinking might have a job they might be bringing somebody else in so Trey norwood is definitely a bubble guy even as a even as a draft pick so tony let me start with you trey norwood is he making that 53 man roster can he can he bust that bubble
2: at this point, I don't, I don't think so. I think he might be a, a, a practice squad guy. I think his issues at, at Oklahoma were more, I guess he, he didn't have the athleticism to to, to to cover receivers. So maybe if he can uh, spend a year on the practice squad and, and, and totally switch over to safety and then come back next year. <laughs>
3: Sorry, I'm reading the live chat. Yeah. Um... Bantage says Tony's all of the buzz at the beehive. so <laughs> I don't know if you have if you listened to the Steelers preview the other night, you're gonna you're gonna know all of the uh, all of the live chat what we're saying about the beehive. It's a gentleman's club um out on route twenty two that uh, boy, a, they, uh... the show went crazy. the but if if you have the the show took. Som- it was somber because of the David De news, because of Latrobe, and then we were starting to talk about Latrobe and and a gentleman's club named the Beehive came up, and that was the rest of the show. We were reading reviews; it was crazy. Shannon, if you haven't listened to it, you might want to check that out.
2: Um, Tony, did you get a chance to listen to that? I sure did. And it was it was uh, lived up to the billing. It was uh, it was pretty funny. And I can see why people. I can see. I can see why. Uh, it went off the rails, but that's I, I like that kind of stuff, so that, that, that was uh, my kind of show. All right, so live chat, brings some stuff up. I'm going to bring up Andrew
3: Wilbar, but before I do that, man, I've got some family in the show and uh, on the live chat, first time for my cousin, Pamela. Pam coming from Texas in Dallas Cowboy Country, so she, if anybody... Mm-hmm if anybody just dons the black and gold and lets everybody know it, it's my cousin, Pam. So, uh, her dad, um, uh, my late uncle chip was, uh, one of my inspirations to be a huge Steelers fan. So it's so great to see her on in the live chat. So awesome. Thanks, Pam. Um, I want to bring up Andrew Wilbar here. I'm loving this. This is a guy that we don't talk about. Andrew Wilbar, who, uh, does great work with prospects on our website. And I tell you what, he knows the young guys and he's a young guy that, uh, man, I tell you what he finds. I can't wait to Andrew. I'm going to use the heck out of you. Come, uh, come April and may the next year when it's draft time. So uh, your scouting reports are, are brilliant. So if you, if you get a chance to check out Andrew Wilbar's work, go ahead. He's saying tight end Dax Raymond was at the combine when he worked out and he impressed. Keep an eye on him. Josh Dobbs is my other guy. So those are some guys I want to, let's talk about both of these guys. Guys, Mr. Tony, Mr. Shannon. I'm thinking right now the Zach Gentry era is over. Yeah, let's yeah. start with that. Is it, you just think when he was drafted as the Mister Fifth and the Mister Third and Fifth in the Antonio Brown deal, he was a project. This is right. year three. Do you think they extend that project, Tony? I'll start with you.
2: No, I don't think so. I think you know he, he had a bad break two years ago with the quarterback situation. He he didn't really have uh, uh, much uh, uh, of an opportunity to shine, and of course last year with ebron and, and and vance mcdonald he wasn't going to get much of a chance either so uh yeah i think with uh with muth coming in and, and ebron still here you know he's not gonna he's his he's his time is a uh, it's just about uh run out here as far as uh, a career in Pittsburgh. mr white
4: yeah he um i mean he's got such great length at six eight i mean uh, that's what was intriguing about him uh, but switching from, you know, being a college quarterback when he first went to Michigan, uh, you know, it's hard for some guys to put on that kind of weight, that kind of muscle to, to move the to tight end. And, um, you know, his athleticism didn't jump off the screen. Uh, he was, you know, basically it was his length. And he really hasn't been able to put on much weight. Uh, and his blocking has not improved. And that's something they're really going to be focused on this year, especially with a tight end three. So, yeah, I think it's probably about over for him.
3: Eric Ebron, no question. Pat Fryermuth, <laughs> come on. <laughs> no question. Those guys, in fact, I think that's going to be a great two-headed monster at tight end. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about how much Eric Ebron is pumping up Pat Fryermuth. You can tell they're a team already. And here's something right. interesting. I don't know if you've checked this out. I don't believe Fryermuth is there. I don't believe he was invited. But Eric Ebron is a tight end university or mm-hmm. was at tight end university over the weekend. I think that's awesome. Greg Olson and I believe it was Travis Kelsey who put this together. Am I correct in that?
4: I thought it was Kittle. It was Kittle. It was
3: not Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Kelsey was there. It was Kittle. And it was George Kittle and Olson put this together and they just Olson made a comment and he's like, look, you're you're paying offensive tackles so much more and we're we're blocking and we're catching and we're the tight end position needs to needs an upgrade needs to be recognized for what it does. And I tell you what, I think if you've got a great tight end, you saw what the Chiefs have done with a great tight end. You see you see how that completely changes an offense. George Kittle's another guy when he's healthy, man, he's uh he's fantasy gold and he yeah. just I mean, but George Kittle helped lead that team to a championship and his injury last year, not a championship, an NFC championship, but to the Super Bowl. But when when he wasn't healthy last year, that team struggled greatly. Now, other guys were hurt on that team as well. They they had a rash of injuries. But mm-hmm. for Eric Ebron to be there, it's a meeting of the minds. They're working out, they're they're uh, they're a fraternity at tight end. I love it. And I love the fact that Eric Ebron is not saying, Man, why'd you draft? the tight end i'm here he's putting his arm around him he's putting tweets out saying this guy's going to be a beast you know i mean we are we are going to be we're we're the best combination in the league i love it so that's great so i just don't think there's room i really don't think there's going to be room for mr gentry but he wasn't even one we brought up it's dax raymond and dax raymond seems like the kind of guy that can
4: sneak into that that three hole shannon yeah, I think if i ain't mistaken, uh, he was, whoever the tight end three is going to be is going to have to really excel on special teams. And I think that in, you know, when he got an opportunity last year might've been the last game against Cleveland, a regular season game, uh, he really did well on special teams and, you know, and then if he can be, a, a another blocker, like I said, and he is a lot better blocker than Gentry, um. You know he could solidify that tight end three position.
2: Tony. Yeah, I I don't know a whole lot about him, but I know uh, Andrew and and Shannon both know their stuff. So if, if they're impressed by him, then then I'll take their word for it. Now I'll I'll uh, throw my uh, hat in the ring is as, as uh, being impressed by him. But I just have one more thing about the George Kittle. Does this mean that he's going to want to uh, pull a on Bell and be paid like a uh, tight end and a tackle whenever his uh, contract comes up? It sounds like that's where he's headed. Uh, well, Olson was the one who said it. Oh, Olsen, I'm sorry. Well, Olsen's Olsen washed up. He, 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 might, I, he, he might have to convert to – But
3: <laughs> Kittle sounds like that guy that would do it. I, I love Kittle, man. That's a guy that, that the Steelers – Really could have drafted in. I believe it was that eighteen draft. Um, that would have been a really good spot for him. Uh, gosh, that's great. That 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 is true. That's that's really true. I don't know if anybody wants to play that Le'Veon Bell card again. That that did not work.
4: Um, hey, I'll tell you. Uh, you know, something about how much Ebron is is welcoming far me in, and it, the reason why is he's like, I'm so glad you're here. Now you go do the blocking. And I'll do the attention yeah. Just see me down right. the seams. I've been waiting on this. You take care of that block and <laughs> stuff. Right. They didn't pay me for that. You know what? I well, love and, the and, fact.
2: Go it, Tony. Well, I mean, you know, I think Ebron's like, uh, you know, I got, I, re- I realized he had some drops last year, but I think he added a dimension to the tight end position position that they haven't had. I, I, they almost had it with the Gary green and they kind of had it with Vance McDonald, but they, they were both, uh, hurt by injuries no pun intended but you know ebron last year was that 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 weapon that they, they've been lacking so if he if if fryer can free him up as a as a pass catcher that i think that would be better uh better for the offense they didn't uh,
4: use him down the seam i mean ebron can get down the seam that's his strength and uh right they didn't use him because they wasn't throwing the ball down the field for various right. reasons but a lot of it was the offensive line and but uh, mm-hmm. that's something that's going to have to be worked into the offense issue, play action included. Matt Canada
3: can, well, do you really think he's going to do a lot with Eric Ebron? I think he is. And I think that could be a part of his success. Uh, you know, there's a bad taste for a couple games in December from Eric Ebron, you know, statistically he had seven drops in, I think he played 15 games last season, you know, I really think that that he was a good free agent signing, and I'm pretty excited for what Eric Ebron is going to be doing in this Canada offense. So it's going to be really interesting to see. The other half of that from Andrew Wilbar was Joshua Dobbs. Man, this is gonna be a really interesting battle. You've got a veteran that Ben loves. Mm-hmm. And when I say that Ben loves, when you go to the when you look at the sideline. Who's Ben talking to? <laughs> Josh and Dobbs. Ben mm-hmm. brought up Joshua Dobbs when Mason Rudolph was drafted. Ben is tight with Joshua Dobbs. And Joshua Dobbs is... Look, we know he's a rocket scientist. We get that. But he's an intelligent football player. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that. The very little that we've seen him play, you can see his intelligence. I mean... Intelligence in a football in a quarterback, really it shows. And this is a guy that you have going up a, a a young player like Dwayne Haskins, maligned in his first two years, that is known for is known for athleticism. We Ben Roethlisberger said it; he can throw a football through a car wash without it getting wet. That's awesome, but there were mental lapses. This is not to say that Dwayne Haskins is a dumb player. That's not to say that at all, but there were some mental lapses. Does that give Josh Dobbs a possible edge
2: on that bubble against Dwayne Haskins? Tony, we'll start with you. I mean, he's been in the system off and on since uh, what, 2017 uh, mean, it's going to be a different system this year with, with a, a, a new coordinator, but it's not going to be totally different. And as you said, he's obviously extremely intelligent. Uh, and, and he's, he's probably the best athlete in the quarterback in that quarterback room. He's, he's uh, you know, and all the ages is, is, the RPO quarterback nowadays. They, they, everybody has to be mobile and, 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 uh, obviously also, also, uh, have a, you know, a great arm so he certainly has that too his accuracy might be uh, up to snuff quite yet but i think i think you know definitely have a more than a fighter's chance of, of sticking around <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> all right the beehive
3: comments have taken over the live chat that's all i'm gonna say about that man i've created a monster there uh but tony i i'm agreeing with you on that shannon
4: I keep thinking of the the one of the worst games I can ever remember, last year's uh, loss in Cincinnati. And they had, I think it was Ryan Finley was the yeah. quarterback. And dude can't throw the ball. But he's got a little bit of mobility. And they used him to take advantage of the Steelers over aggression and a lot of keepers and, and RPOs. And they scored enough and moved the ball enough to beat the Steelers. And – I think that Dodson is that kind of – he can throw the ball better than Finley, I believe, but he has that potential to be used like that, uh, especially in spot duty or, you know, to relieve Ben if there's a minor injury or something of that nature. Um, But the fact that Ben respects him, uh, his eyes on the sidelines, he sees the field and he knows how to communicate with Ben. Uh, No quarterback wants a guy backing him up that wants his job. They want a guy who's there ready to fill in, but they don't want a guy that's the the crowd's always gonna anytime they throw an interception, they want the backup put in. And Dobbs right. isn't that guy. You know, he's he knows his role, in other words. And uh that's one of the reasons why I think Ben respects him so much. And uh you know, Haskins has a lot to prove. I mean, I've been I wrote an article about him, but he has proved nothing yet. I mean, he was, you know, he's out there in shorts and slinging the ball around and yeah a lot of guys look good doing that but can he do it in the pocket can he handle the pressure uh to show the maturity to handle the pressure of expectations because he's going to start getting them when the training camp especially has some success in the preseason but i wouldn't count that dobbs yet no definitely not
3: tate boys is somebody that i really respect and i love this comment and i cannot get this up here um Haskins won't last on the practice squad he's absolutely (laughs) correct you're not going to be able you will lose him if you put him on the practice squad it's uh it's too easy to pluck him off of there Dobbs not so much uh I really think at this point Dobbs is somebody that uh there's more upside and I just really love the athleticism And what you're going to get in the number three position, there's more upside. Shannon White said something about, you know, can they win? And that's the thing. Can this guy win? Absolutely. Um, He's shown some flashes of it in a bad franchise with Washington in this environment. I really think that the guy that's going to bust the bubble at quarterback is going to be Dwayne Haskins. So, the, there you go that's that's just my opinion but if we hearken back to the David DeCastro talk from last week uh, I could be wrong <laughs> <laughs> so with with that being said um, there's one la- there's one question that we had and it was it was back there um so I can't remember I can't remember who to attribute to it but it wasn't a super chat so I'm just gonna go ahead and say this oh it was Reginald Rivers. And Reginald asked, how many undrafted free agents make this team? Shakur Brown is somebody that Wes brought up. I really think Shakur Brown is a guy that is going to make this team at corner. I really like what he brings to it. I like the Gilbert kid, Mark Gilbert, I believe, from Duke and uh, from the area. I think he is a good player. And you've got Lamont Wade, another defensive back out of Penn State. One of those guys is going to make this team two, possibly three. No, but what I'm thinking here is if you can take those three guys, who do you think out of those three of the undrafted free agents burst that bubble?
2: Well, I think the favorite has to be Shakur Brown. I mean, that was the guy that had the, the fantastic uh, PFF grade uh, as far as uh big 10 corners and he, he was supposed to be a mid round pick and he didn't even get drafted. So he would, he would be my favorite to, to burst that bubble.
4: Jim. Yeah, I would have to agree. Uh, Gilbert is uh, intriguing uh, that, you know, his, uh, his uh, lineage, you know, Darrell Rivas and, and some of, uh, uh, you know, he has uh, the bloodlines. Uh, and before his injuries uh, the hip being i think the most serious one uh you know he looked like a guy that was would have definitely been drafted so but um i think he might have better athleticism if he's fully healthy than brown but um yeah i think that i would at this point uh just because he played last year and had an excellent season and uh and hasn't had all the injuries that Gilbert's had i would have to go with brown too
3: the, there you go. I uh, I like that. I really think Shakur Brown, number one. Number two, I think Lamont Wade has a shot at this team as well. I'd love to see Mark Gilbert. Uh, when healthy, mm. man, I think that's, uh, you know, throw out the lineage. I, I I agree with you on the lineage, but throw that out. This guy is a talent when he's healthy, but his hat, he's got a lot to prove. But you know what I say about the heart of the chest? Pounding, and that's what makes all these bubble guys dangerous and a threat to make this team so i would never count any of these guys out um really it's you've got it's like you're in college or you're at that bar it's 2 a.m you look across the room and you've got all these studs and you're over there and you're here standing there in the corner playing darts and then all of a sudden You get that opportunity to finally, after all the studs open their mouths and uh, put their foot in it, you get a chance to talk to them. They get a chance to talk to you and they find out that there's a lot more than just the uh, mid-round grade. Let's just put it that way. So what I'm saying here is I would not count any of these guys out. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be really interesting. And this, this... preseason that we're going to have coming up the training camp is going to be one of the best in a long time i'm excited to see what comes out because remember something that i said about the draft i talked about this draft as going to be one of the best and deepest drafts and the reason i thought it was going to be great and deep is because you had so many people sitting out because of covid and who had a play Guys that were not expected to play got opportunities to play. And next thing you know, they are shining and they are getting drafted in the NFL because they had a chance to shine. All these guys need is a chance to shine. So that means that the free agent class, the undrafted free agents, could have been been draftable if there was no COVID because their spots were taken by guys that had a chance to shine as well. And some of these guys didn't, they took the year off. So with that, you're really getting an opportunity to have so many people battling. That's why this is going to be a great training camp. So with that being said, I've got to thank, I've got to thank Tony. I've got to thank <laughs> Shannon White, Tony, man, comeback player of the day.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, second, I don't know. I, second I... Half was great yeah <laughs> I, I I felt flustered. I, I didn't like my answers, but but I, but I, I I didn't have great stuff tonight after I came back into the game, but i I'm glad I finished. Glad I was able to come back in with you guys. It was fun. Intestinal fortitude from Tony. Mm-hmm. Shannon White, <laughs> as always.
3: Thanks. Great job, man. Oh, well, thank you. All right. Really good so stuff. make sure that you check out Live Mike tomorrow morning coming on at five o'clock. Then tomorrow night it's the Scobro show followed by Let's Ride on Wednesday. On Wednesday also, you have the War Room with Matty Peverell. And then at night, they're going to be talking Big Elvis. They're going to be talking on the curtain call with my man Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict. They're going to be talking Presley Harvin with somebody from Georgia Tech. And then you're going to have the Stat Geek on Thursday going into the preview. And then some guy named Tony Julius Defeo is going to have a great show on Friday night as well. It's Look, look at, wow, look at the gun show. Man. Wow, check that out. Man, that's intimidation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gosh, when
2: he's at the Beehive later on this week, he's going to be wearing Just trying to keep the live chat in check, that's all. <laughs>
3: and then don't forget about Touchdown Under as well coming up this weekend. Hey, man, it's just not. It's just not your one-stop shop. It's your non-stop shop for everything Pittsburgh Steelers. Not just this, but the editorial side as well. So check us out. Man, everybody in the live chat, we can't do this without you. Mm -hmm. You are our muses. You are what gives us a reason to come on. And we appreciate the way that you treat us. So thank you very much. And you better remember these three things. Be safe. Live chat, I need you to be safe. Number two. Be true to yourself. If you're not you and you're somebody else, we don't want you. You need to be you because that's what we love. And number three, always be behind the steel curtain. And as the great Rowdy Roddy Piper would always say, just when you think you got all the answers, Tony Duffio, Shannon White.
2: We keep, changing, we keep changing the questions.
3: There you yeah, go. <laughs> there we go. For Shannon and Tony, my name's Bad. We will see you next week, and we love ya.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.
1: 18 plus.